today we will be asking the question, how can I know peace? How can I know peace? Have you heard the news recently? There's a cost of living crisis. The fuel prices are soaring. The price of electric is astronomically high. The NHS is overstretched. The war in Ukraine rages. Human consumption has driven production, which is having a detrimental effect on the environment. What kind of world are we leaving for our children? Am I trying to depress you? No. But it's difficult to not feel sad when we look at the state the world is in. There are many things to worry about. But there's also our personal issues that we worry about, agonize over, and that cause us stress and anxiety. If we're not worrying about something right now, give it time. It won't take long before worries creep in and try to steal our joy and our peace. Many years ago, I was going through a tough time. I was burnt out from my work. We were understaffed and there was a pressure to do more hours in a job that I didn't really want to do. One day, I was sat watching Christian TV and all of a sudden, there was a thump on the window. I went outside and I realized there was a little brown bird on the floor, a house sparrow, I believe had flown into the window and fallen to the ground. Without thinking, I picked it up, laid it lifeless in my hand, and began to pray for it. I prayed for it to be healed. And after a short time, the bird regained consciousness in my hand and started to sing in my palm. Then it flew away with its friend who had been watching from the hedge. Why do I share that with you? The significant part of that story is that just as that bird was in my hand at my mercy, I realized I was completely in God's hand at his. Just as I wanted that bird to be well, the Lord wanted me to be well and to rest in his hand. The encounter moved me and I've never forgotten it because I was given reassurance of God's presence. I was given peace amid worry. I was given peace amid my stress. A reminder of God's love and care for me. The Apostle Paul had every reason to worry. His beloved friends, Euodia and Syncache, were in a dispute and we don't know why, but it was bringing division in the church. Paul had a lot on his plate. He passionately loved his church family. And as a leader of the church, he felt responsible for resolving a number of divisions that emerged among Jesus' people. Paul's church family was squabbling. 
which clearly upset him. And to make matters worse, Paul was imprisoned and he faced the prospect of execution at any moment. Paul had every excuse to be worried, every reason to be anxious. But he chose not to be worried or anxious. Paul had peace. And he gave us the secret to combat every worry. He gave us the secret to be victorious in life and to have peace. And we'll explore that in a minute. What is worry? What is it? The Greek word for worry that Paul used meant to be pulled in different directions. Our hopes pull us in one direction, but our worries pull us in the opposite direction. And we're pulled apart. The word worry comes from the old English word meaning to strangle. That's fitting because worrying feels like we're being strangled, doesn't it? It's horrible. Worry is horrible. Worrying can manifest into physical symptoms, giving us aches and pains in our bodies. Worry affects our thinking and steals our joy. Basically, worrying makes us sick, mentally and physically sick. Spiritually speaking, Paul is saying that worrying is wrong thinking and wrong feeling about circumstances, people, and things. Worry is the ultimate thief of joy and of peace, and worry is not your friend. Don't worry. Paul gives us the antidote to worry, which is a secure mind, a secure mind. Warren W. Wearsby said, when you have the secure mind, the peace of God guards you and the peace and the God of peace guides you. The God of peace guides you with God's promise to protect us. Why do we worry? Why do we worry? Are you worried about something or numerous things today? Do your worries feel overwhelming? Do you want to know the steps to conquering worry? Obtaining the secure mind and experiencing more peace. Paul gives us the secret in verses 7, 8 and 9. We can know peace by praying well, thinking well and living well. Step one is praying well. Paul stressed that we should bring everything to God in prayer, everything because there is nothing too great for God's power and nothing too small for his fatherly care. As a parent, the things that matter to my children should really matter to me as their dad. We must know that our entire lives matter entirely to God. God cares about every detail of who we are and the lives we live. So what's required of us? Firstly, praying well means worshipping God. In prayer, offering our adoration. Whenever worry begins to creep in, we must get alone with God and worship him. Show him our adoration. 
We must see God's greatness and majesty and come before him in the deepest reverence. We must know and believe that God is all-powerful, powerful enough to solve our problems and loving enough to care about them. Acknowledging who God is at the beginning of our prayer is starting prayer well. The first step to praying well is adoration, worshipping God. Secondly, praying well means asking God, asking him, offering our supplication. Be open and honest about what your needs are. God doesn't want our half-hearted, insincere prayers. Our Heavenly Father wants us to be earnest in our asking for help. He wants us to invite him into our lives so that he can reveal his kindness to us and that the world can see his kindness to his people. Paul encourages us to pray for ourselves, but also to pray for others. Pray about everything, he says. We can pray for forgiveness from our past, for the help we need in the present, and for guidance for our future. When Paul says pray about everything, that means we can take everything to God. We can take our past, present and future into the very presence of God who cares about it and is the one person who can change it. We also offer to God's love and care all of those who are on our hearts and minds through intercession. The second step to praying well is supplication. It's asking. Ask your heavenly father who longs to meet your needs and who met your needs, Pauline, time and time again. Thirdly, praying well means thanking God. Offering our appreciation. Offer your appreciation to God. Thank him. Paul insists that we must give thanks in all circumstances. Pray about everything, but also be thankful in all circumstances, in laughter, in tears, in joy, and even in pain. How can I be thankful in my pain? You may have to dig deep, but find something you are grateful to God for. If you're worried or if you're hurting, be thankful that you can at least tell God about it. When we become convinced God is working all things together for our good, then we can experience gratitude deep in our hearts towards him for all he has done for us, for all he will accomplish in us, and for all he will do through us. When we pray, we must remember that God the Father loves us and he only desires the best for us. We must remember that God's wisdom is superior and he knows what is best for us. And we must remember that God alone has the power to bring about that which is best for us. When we pray, about everything, trusting in the perfect love, perfect wisdom, and perfect power 
of God, you and I will experience God's peace. It's a promise. When you pray, believe, believe. And the peace of God will guard your heart like a military guard, Paul says. We cannot emulate, produce, or impart peace. Only God himself can give us peace. And he gives it freely when we simply trust in him and surrender our lives into his loving hands, just like that bird was in my hand at my mercy. We are in God's hands at his. And there is no other being who loves us as much. That means we're safe. We're safe in the hands of the Father. And when we experience the love and the safety of God, we will know peace. Paul's teaching and encouragement to us is to give everything to our Heavenly Father, which reminds me of Jesus' sermon when he told the disciples not to worry. Do you remember it? Matthew 6, verse 25. <clears throat> Jesus said this, I tell you not to worry about your life. Don't worry about having something to eat, drink, or wear. Isn't life more than food or clothing? Look at the birds of the sky. They don't plant or harvest. They don't even store grain in barns. Yet your Father in heaven takes care of them. Aren't you worth much more than birds? Can worry make you live longer? Why worry about clothes? Look how the wild, wild flowers grow. They don't work hard to make their clothes. But I tell you that Solomon, with all his wealth, was not clothed as beautifully as them. God gives such beauty to everything that grows in the fields, even though it is here today and tomorrow it is thrown into the fire. If he does this, he will surely do even more for you. Why do you have such little faith? If we give everything to our Father in prayer, we can be confident he'll take care of it. When we know we are completely in the hands of God who loves us and hand over everything to him, we will know his peace. God the Father cares for the birds of the air and clothes the flowers in the field. How much more will he love and care for you and for me? Step one was praying well. Step two is thinking well. Our active, relational, and dynamic prayer life helps us to think well. If you want to think well, pray. Wrong thinking leads to wrong feeling, 
And before long, we're pulled apart and we're strangled by worry. The Lord tells us through the prophet Isaiah that the Lord gives perfect peace to those whose faith is firm. Perfect peace to those whose thoughts are fixed on him. Fix your thoughts on him. You'll receive his peace. Even though our thoughts cannot be seen, weighed or measured, our thoughts are real and they're powerful, aren't they? Therefore, we must take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. We can't afford to expend mental energy on thoughts that will tear us down or would tear others down if they knew what we were thinking. As Jesus' people, we must fill our hearts and minds with God's word. And this will help us to detect and prevent anything that will harm us. As Paul advises, thinking well is fixing our thoughts on what is true, honourable, right, pure, lovely and admirable. It's fixing our thoughts on Jesus. Fix your thoughts on Jesus. King David affirmed this when he said, Lord, you give peace of mind to all who love your law, who love your word. Step two was thinking well. And step three is living well. Prayer brings peace to our minds. Reading the word brings peace to our minds. These practices help us to think and feel well. Prayer and the word. And thinking and feeling well will help us to live well. Paul not only taught the word, but he lived it. He lived it. So that his listeners could see the truth of the gospel at work in his life. Peace comes when we are completely open with God in prayer. Peace comes when we yield and obey God's word. And peace comes when we put into practice all that God is teaching us. What are you worrying about today? Are you worried about having enough money to buy food and pay the bills? Are you worrying about the future? Your finances, the economy, the instability in so many places? Are you worrying about quarrels with friends or between family members? Are you worrying about your past? Are you worried about your appearance or your health? Are you worried about a loved one? Do you want the peace of God? Well, the peace of God is yours. The peace of God is yours. Take it. The peace of God is yours and the God of peace will help you. Did God care for that little brown sparrow? Did he care for it? Yes, he did. He cared for it. He loved it. Why worry? Your heavenly father loves you and he cares for you. Give everything to him and trust in him. He won't leave you in the ditch. He won't leave you on the ground after having thumped hard you need to know that God's peace is available to you today and every day
Isn't that good news? Yes. So, how can we have peace? How can I have peace? Paul says, don't worry. Pray about everything. Fix your thoughts on Jesus and put into practice all that God is teaching you and you will receive God's peace. And yeah, the peace of God will be with you. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, I don't know if my brothers and sisters have worries today, but you do. And I pray you grant them your peace. Inspire them to pray to you about everything, to read your word and to live your life and know and experience your deep peace as they love and serve others in a world full of worry. Holy Spirit, touch each one of my friends. In Jesus' name, amen.